Well, good morning. And here's a thing for us to think about this morning. If you were to ask me to make a list of the places both in this country and abroad where I have been, then I would struggle to do it. And if you asked me to put them into chronological order, then I wouldn't have a clue as to where to begin. I think I would struggle to make a list of the places where I've been over the last month. And with COVID, there haven't been very many of them, but I'd still struggle. You see, this is probably one of the downsides of not keeping a diary. I've never kept a diary. I have had diaries and I might just jot notes for forward things that are, are about to happen to remind me, but I don't keep a daily diary. Maybe it's a good thing to do that. However, if you have Google Timeline on your phone, then you can track where you have been and when you were there. Needless to say, Moses didn't have Google Timeline to help him, but he did have the Lord guiding him as he recorded the events of the 40 years that they spent in the wilderness leading the Israelites to the land of Canaan. We've already mentioned the books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy and they're full of important information giving us a true account of how the Lord was fulfilling his promise, the promise that all nations would be blessed by the arrival of one of Abraham's descendants who was known as the Promised One. Now, we've already seen how some of the very de very detailed information in, in, in these books is very, very precise and as we come to the end of the book of Numbers, we see the preparation being made for the people to enter the promised land. And you might be asking me this morning, well, what has all this got to do with Google Timeline and diaries and keeping a list of where we've been and when we were there? Well, <laughs> this reminded me because I was reading through Numbers chapter 33. And how about this for a fact? In about 816 words, Moses gives us a detailed list of the places that they camped while on that 40-year-long journey. All this accurate information in as little as 816 words. If you were to ask me to name the places that I have been to over the last 40 years, my answer to you would be given in just five words. And these are the five words my answer would be. I don't have a clue. But Numbers chapter 13 might be a passage that you might be tempted to skip over, like the lists of genealogies that we have such as the census records with all the names and ages and the amounts that we read in chapter 1. But they are there to remind us that the Bible is about real lives, the lives of real people, with things that were happening to them and happening in real places in real time, emphasizing the fact that we are reading about true events and more importantly, they are are all for a purpose. You see, you and I are part of that purpose. The purpose that we might know the details of the plans that God has made for us. 
Listen to this passage from John 3. And I know I've read this passage many times, but I want us just to sit this morning and listen to these words. It is John 3.16, but I want to read through from 16 down to 21. This is what we read. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light, because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. You know, the Bible is so important. Right from Genesis, first words, right through to the last words of Revelation. It is God's message to you and I. And I know sometimes we don't fully understand it. But you know, it's good if we try to understand enough to know how we stand in the presence of God. Let's just pray together. Our Father, we thank you for the times that we spent just a few moments looking at these things that happen. And these are true things. They are part of your promise. And the promise is for us that by your Son, all nations will be blessed. Our Father, just... Help us to consider these things as we do it in your presence. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, good to speak to you. And uh, God willing, I'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, take care. Bye now.